relationship look like in a post-pandemic world? By the end of this video, you're gonna have some best practice tips for leadership in a post-pandemic world. I'm John O. White, founder and principal consultant of Clarity. We work with leaders around the world and it really helps us out if you subscribe, follow, like, share this content so that more leaders can become the best leaders they can be. Um, and also so that you stay in the loop with all of our content on leadership. So what is best practice? Best practice for leadership in a post-pandemic world? Well, the first thing I wanna say is we need to get used to the idea of people working from home. Okay, that's, that's only gonna get more and more, we're only gonna move more and more in that direction. It's an incredibly global world we live in. And I think um, we're experiencing that. One of, one of my um, friends recently got a job at a company and it's probably the first company I've heard of where they have a thousand staff and everyone works remotely. And so when it comes to best practice leadership, we need to invest in our leadership when it comes to leading remotely. It's just a fact. And so best practice leadership moving forward is we're gonna need to be fantastic at leading remotely. There will always be a space and there will always be a, a, a vital significance of face-to-face, -face, I believe. But the amount of remote teamwork, the amount of remote um, leadership teams and boards is going to increase and, and, and you know only get more and more in the future. Best practice leadership for a post-pandemic world also means embracing innovation. One of my favorite concepts in leadership that I've come across recently is Jim Collins, the idea of firing bullets, not cannonballs. And this is in one of his books uh, as part of his Good to Great, Built to Last series. And he's he talks about this idea for leaders of, you know, the great companies that were in super disrupted industries but survived and actually thrived. One thing that they had in common is that if you, he uses this metaphor of a warship, you know, and they're looking out and they see a challenge on the horizon. And haven't we all seen... <laughs> had challenges on our horizons as leaders the past couple of years. But in a post-pandemic world, even more, I think best practice leadership is going to look like seeing the challenges coming. And what Jim Collins talks about is the businesses that didn't do well, they just loaded up cannonballs and went, fire, you know, we've got a hundred cannonballs, just fire them, we've just got to do this. And he's saying, you know, there were these billionaires, these billion dollar companies, where they would come out and say, whoa, there's this big challenge coming, we're going this way and they would bet the farm on it. And the problem is that they would bet the farm and sometimes they would lose the farm and the whole thing would collapse. And Jim Collins says, whoa, 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 it's not that they shouldn't have been doing something new. It's that instead of firing cannonballs, they should have started by firing bullets. When they see the ship far off, don't load up your 100 cannonballs. Get, get your people with, with guns, with bullets, which you have heaps of, and fire them to get a to get an extremely clear sense of what's hitting the mark. You know, you might fire 100 bullets and only one of them really um, lands and you go, that hit, what were the directions? What's the wind doing? Okay, now we know exactly what the data says, which is we fired 100 bullets and this one is extremely powerful. This is the exact directions, the exact uh, latitude, longitude. Now we fire up the 100 cannonballs. And Jim Collins talks about how the companies that just smashed it what they did so well is they would fire bullets first to work out where, like, just to get really clear without wasting all their resources on what worked. Then based on that data, they would refine. 
and then they'd load up the cannonballs. And as a result, 100 cannonballs would hit this ship and blow it out of the water. So for you as a business in a post-pandemic world, if you want to see best practice leadership, I believe more and more it's going to look like we're going to need to be trying things. We're going to need to be firing bullets. Um, so we're going to, it's a bit of, it's that tension, isn't it? We're going to need to go extreme on the firing bullets. It's going to need to be trying lots of things because change is only getting faster. Um, but we're then going to need to double down and go even more extreme on when we do find something that really works and the data's there and the proof is there, then we're going to load up our 100 cannonballs and smash it out of the water. I think it's both of those things. That's, that's what I believe best practice leadership in a post-pandemic world looks like. There's going to be a lot of innovation, a lot of disruption, and so we're going to need to find a way as leaders, even in industries where historically we've been really slow to innovate, we're going to have to find ways to be firing bullets and trying things. And um, I think in a post-pandemic world, I really believe uh, more than ever, I, I love Brene Brown, I love Simon Sinek, and, and I... I believe best practice leadership is going to only look more and more and more like the vulnerable leader, the humble leader, uh, other, other books, people like Jim Collins, John Maxwell talk about the level five leader. Walking in humility. Um, you know, as Patrick Lencioni's got a whole book called The Motive, which is all about, hey, why are you doing what you're doing? Our servant leadership, serving others walking in humility being vulnerable because that that is where there's so much power and and it's that beautiful upside down triangle it's that beautiful rather than um leaders on the top and people on the bottom flipping the triangle and actually saying as leaders what does it look like to humble ourselves and to serve the people that we lead i think that's only going to become more and more important because people now can sniff inauthenticity uh, people now can sniff pride. And if you want to be a great leader in a post-pandemic world, work on, your, work on your humility. Work on your vulnerability. Because people are drawn to that. Uh, you, you will, um, you'll raise up followers and you'll raise up leaders who won't just follow you for a year but will follow you for decades. Because when we're vulnerable and authentic and we let people in, uh, people are loyal and that's I think that's going to become even more important in a post-pandemic world so there's some thoughts for best practice leadership in a post-pandemic world and let me ask you how's your humility how are you going walking in humility how are you going serving others are you leading from a servant leadership perspective from the bottom of the pile how can I serve the people that I lead um, that's a really confronting question even for me now as I ask it it's a confronting question and how are you going embracing <laughs> firing bullets and innovation and disruption what can you do in that space to be more uh, to be more embracing of innovation and disruption and when it comes to remote work how can we really embrace remote teams remote work and what might it look like in your industry to completely change the way you do that in the next 20 years? And what might it look like for you to be one of the people who leads that change or empowers the people who are wired to lead that change? There's some thoughts on best practice leadership in a post-pandemic world. 
hey, if this has helped you get clear on anything in your leadership, then I'd love it if you could comment below with clarity. And please, it helps us a lot when you subscribe, follow, like, share, because it then gets the word out and it means more leaders can hopefully become the best they can be and make the world a better place. So thank you for watching or listening and I'll see you next time. Cheers.